Guys, I'm sorry I'm a little late. I really just decided something. I don't like cars. This is a dumb hobby. I'm fed up. <laughs> and on that note... Wow. Welcome to Everyone Racers, a podcast designed for the world of low-dollar racing and oddball car culture. Whatever kind of LaChump or track dog you run, SCCA or NASA, we won't discriminate. We even think you Drifto Hella Flush guys are all right, as long as you've built it yourself and drive it hard. Join us each week for tech discussions, tips, tricks, news and notes from the world of low buck racing, and if you can handle it, Chrissy will give you just the tip. I'll be your pit marshal. My name is Jeff. Everyone report to the paddock. This is Chris. This is Chrissy. And mental misses note. No, it's no, you, no, Jeff. We talked about this. It's me? Repeatedly. It's yes. Oh, my God. Yes, and I'm Jeff. I don't understand. <laughs> and I'm mental. And we are Everyone Racers. Folks, oh thanks for God. coming back to another awesome episode of our podcast. And despite our own best efforts, this is episode 11. So Yay. let's just jump right into it because we got a, we actually got a good show, I feel like. Uh, Jeff, what you working on? Uh, before we get to what you're working on, we need to make sure that everyone understands where everyone is today. Uh, this is recorded... <laughs> Uh, Wednesday, <laughs> Wednesday after Thanksgiving, uh, we are how many days before we leave for Atlanta? We are seven days. Yeah. No, yeah. one week. We'll we go to Wednesday. Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. We're recording on Wednesday is seven days before we leave for the season ender championship. It's not really season ender championship lemons race. It, it and is a season ender. Jeff. Is this? Rodium 500. Yeah. I thought there was one ender. more. I thought there was yeah. one more after it. Okay. Nope. Uh, that's, what, that's why we got the whole free entry thing, you know. Uh, I thought, <laughs> thought Ask Freeze was two weeks later. Anyway, it doesn't matter. What does matter is Chris is doing the podcast with his iPhone in his pocket, recording while in a he... ball rebuilds. bearing factory, apparently. <laughs> while he is rebuilding our race motor as we speak. Uh, Chris, hammer on something heavy so we can prove that you're actually out there. All right, hang on. I need a hammer. No, t- <laughs> you, what are you going to hammer? There you go. Literally, oh, do not act like every lemons mechanic does not have at least two hammers. I, kind of oh, I, sa- I said to go to the drawer of Jeremy to find it. <laughs> Chris is making car. I am making car. So, Chris, for that is the intro. Why don't you start what you're working on, and then I'll go because mine is hella long and hella terrible. And uh, the reason I hate cars this week. Go. Well, at the exact moment, I'm setting piston ring gaps. Um, and if, on the third piston, I finally found one I need to take a little bit of off of, which is nice. So we um, needed a new motor for the Honda. The old motor we had that was great, blew all the piston rings out, as we've talked about before. So we said, well, okay, we've got this known, or we thought known good running engine that we pulled out of a running car. It's actually the one we bought the Civic. It was in it. So we said, we'll just use that bottom end. I'll put a good ported oil pump on it. And I'll put a ported head on it. So I poured it up ahead. Everything's fine. Went to the machine shop, got it back. Pulled the bottom end out of the corner of the garage it had been in forever. And you started to take it apart because I got to take the pump off and take the switch the pan. And I was sitting here debating, said, do I pull a bearing girdle or not? Uh, I don't want to mess, mess with the Honda Feng Shui, but I'm this far in. I better look. And you asked for my three of the five, too. I did. Yeah. yeah. Ask said, me too. <laughs> I, said, I said, let sleeping dogs lie. Do oh, not no, unbuckle. I said, I said, open it. We're going all the way yeah. down there. If it's, cra- if it's trashed, that's not fun. Yeah, and too, the too many was, weekends already under a under a hood. Pretty much. Yeah. The winner was Chrissy, because three of five main bearings were not in good condition. The rod bearings looked fine, but the mains oh. were not. 
So then, I mean, it's not a good thing to win at. Came apart. You guys can see right now though, but Chrissy's doing the total superhero pose, and then she's taking this great uh, bow. I'm not that. Yeah. Really. <laughs> so then everything came apart, and the order I had just placed that day with Honda Performance Development, I had to then send them an email that night after staying up till eleven, figuring out exactly which bearings I need based on the, the codes that Honda very nicely puts on everything because. Honda, you don't just get main, you know, standard bearings and oversized bearings. They give you bearings that are two ten thousandths of an inch difference between them. So, based on the codes that are on the block and the crank and the rods, you get to then pick which color bearings you have. So, I figured out which bearing colors we needed and made a second order for Honda. So that's all coming on Friday. Um, today, at least, I was able to finish porting the oil pump out, get that back together, clean the block, tapped all the bolt holes in it, and I have currently setting the piston ring gaps in each cylinder to start put those back in. You, you lost me and I don't caresville about ten thousandth of an inch ago. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, really importantly, what color F-U, did F- we get? F you very much. <laughs> what color bearings did we get? I need to know. Well, we have uh, we have one set of black, one set of blue, three sets of green, and one set of yellow. That sounds like a lot of bearings. I ordered a couple extra that were different sizes because. I want to make sure we have the right ones. And usually I like to go a little bigger than than the factory specs for this kind of racing that we do. So um, that means I just get to play with a plastic gauge and set them all the right uh, way. Very good, very good. Just to uh, mm-hmm. remind our listeners, this is a B16Y8, correct? D, D, D16, D16, D16. I'm sorry. D, D. D, D, I knew that. I just said Delta. it wrong. It's okay. Yes, it's a Delta Delta 16Y8, 1.6 single overhead cam VTEC. Single all- cams for life, yo. All 127 horsepower when new. And uh, we're blowing how much pressure into it? Eh, based on the ridiculously crappy boost controller we have, it varies between 6 and 10 on any given lap. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but that's plenty. Everyone who has driven it says it's absolutely fantastic, yeah. myself included. So the, the stock map sensor can't handle more than 10. So we actually have the ECU set to, to freak out and shut everything down when it sees 9.9. Got it. Got it. All right. Anybody else want to chime in or else I'll go and talk about Toe Pig Love Fest a thon. Do you want us to go and well, then you can go so you can take up the rest of the time? Yeah, because yeah, ours is quick. Yeah, go ahead. Mental, go first. Okay, so I've um, got the mailbox that I threatened to build last time. Got that all framed cut. Got it all pre-drilled. Just waiting to get it stained. The Mercedes got a little overdue love. Just the detail. My VFR needs a new front tire. Uh, but my co-teacher has been home with a sick kid all week, so I've been flying solo, and there's a lot mm, to do busy. at work. So, yeah, Tuesday, I'm, I've got uh, rifle practice in the morning. I got school all day. Then we had a rifle meet and drill team practice and a color guard. I got home last night, like just before 10 o'clock. What was like, hi, honey, I'm home. I'm going mm. to bed now. And, um, and here yeah, you are see, tonight. Yeah, I know. Then we had a color guard for two basketball games. And then Saturday is our last drill meet of the calendar year. Oh. So we're uh, the kids are getting all amped up for that one. Great. Cool. Okay. Chrissy, go. Mine's what also, you got? Also quick. I've been partying with the fam. We've had uh, Chris's mom was over all weekend. So we did Christmas, Thanksgiving stuff and Christmas stuff. Hosted a bunch of meals. Cooked all the dinners. So Chris was like, oh, I'll get into the garage. Oh, we did finish the bathroom. Chris forgot to say that. So he was working hard trying to get finished the bathroom. It looks awesome, awesome. So we're happy to have. And it's actually just, it's all done. He finished all of the trim, painting all of it. It looks so fantastic. Um, so we've just been do- doing stuff around here. And uh, Christina, let, or we had to drive actually up to. Boston to get my dad's car and then drive back 
um, so we drove Christina up to Boston and then back. Oh, that's on right. Yes, yeah, she, she wouldn't take the escape. Right, no, she, she would, but it was too late by the time she was ready to do so to get a flight back for less than four hundred dollars. So. And it was fine. So Chris, I went with Chris, and uh, we made the best of it. So it was fine. And uh, so, wait, so, though, the, the 2017 Mazda CX-5 is a it's lovely. Really nice car. I quite yeah. like the one that she got. Yeah. Oh, I, I loved our 15 until we crashed it. So yeah, it was all good. There it is. Um, so yeah, and I've been doing everything else uh, now that Chris is just in the garage all the time. Sorry for the noise. Eating I'm, a bag I'm, of chips. I'm eating chips right now. I'm taking, <laughs> pist- taking pistons out of the Ziploc bags there, and I apologize for the oh. noise. Okay, we're done. We'll be all right. You have yeah. So here's mine. It's you. Um, so as we spoke last time, toe piss, toe pig love fest wow. has turned into <laughs> and I back to Jeff's Jeff's Pornhub search term. No, no, no Pornhub. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're getting an E on this episode on iTunes. I I, I literally so closed far. the garage door five minutes before the podcast. Um, <laughs> uh, I have been working since 9 a.m. this morning uh, trying to finish the Toe Pig Love Festathon. Uh, Friday, Black Friday, I took apart, got put, put both sensors in the front wheels. As we remember, the ABS sensors were going a little nuts. I pumped up to bleed the brakes because I also had a, uh, air in the brake lines and just immediately pissed a liter of brake fluid on the ground oh, no. from the line. So, um, as we spoke before, I changed all the lines a year ago except the one that is the rear hard line because you have to lift the body off the truck to get the rear hard line. Ooh. This, this might be easy in something that isn't rusty as hell and bought from New York <laughs> State. But, uh, I was not going there. I got a 25-foot piece of quarter-inch copper and uh, and steel line, which... I have to say, I paid like three times as much for, but that stuff is magic. It's much softer, much easier to use. If you're going to be bending your own brake lines, pay the extra money, get the copper stuff. Ran the rear brake line to the rear brake hose, which was a rusted hulk. Threw my tools down in disgust, ran to the flaps. <laughs> None available. The closest one was in Virginia Beach. <gasps> no way. How they just don't sell for it? A Chevy Exactly. Exactly. So That's why we have Chevy pickups. I, I know. I know. I went I'm to. I'm pretty th- sure you get that at a Walmart here in Georgia. I, well, you know what? It is 2500, so it is a different axle. I don't know if it's a different brake hose. So whatever it, goes, it was, it goes bad all the time, or exactly, uh, or it's not supposed to be replaced. They're your two options. So, mm-hmm. so this was Saturday. Uh, at that point, because it had taken two days to get the line and everything, uh, and it was wasn't going to come in till Monday. Thanks, everybody. So uh, Monday, I worked uh, a 13-hour day. I drove my students to D.C. We met with many congressmen and and elected officials and drove back to southern New Jersey. Today, (coughs) I got a little sick and couldn't go into work. (laughs) Anal (laughs) anal glaucoma? (laughs) Gosh. 63-degree day in November. I had to take advantage. I have to get this truck running at 9 a.m., my father comes over because I need to fix his rally computer. Exactly <laughs> what I don't need to do on a day like today. Uh, those of you who don't know at home, my father is a TSD rallier, and he has a thousandth of a mile reading computer in his car, and I'm in charge of making sure it works at all times. So he had to get his rally measured, so there I was fixing his car instead of mine. Until about noon, when I finally got to start working on the rusty tow pig a thon, loves, whatever. I lost track. Of it. 
point. I got everything apart, and I can't get the ABS controller to stop weeping on one fitting. That's, Every, a, that's the block under the under the, the driver's seat. The block under the yeah, it's under the frame rail driver's yeah. seat, passenger seat. Yeah. The, one of the, one of the five fittings of the pre-bent lines that I bought directly from GM. Just it's weeping, just a little tiny bit. Hey, and I, there's... I just like you right now, actually. Oh. <laughs> I, I I unbolted it and rebolted it twenty-seven times today. It's a pre-bent line. It's it's impossible to get to. They're all like on my. It's just covered in fluid. I I I got it so it's barely, barely, barely. Like it just sort of little. The threads sort of kind of get a little wet. And I bled the brakes, and I drove it around, and it stops fantastically, but I know it's still broken. And that's why I hate cars, and this is a lousy hobby, and we should all quit now and take up frickin' crocheting. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, How would we race crochet? I, we would figure it out. It would be messy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's so dicks involved. I, of course, I start Googling things like, how do you seal a brake line? And every like idiot out there is like, use Teflon tape. No, don't use Teflon tape. <laughs> you know, so I'm I just like, oh, my God, I know it's I I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know. At this point, I only have one free day between now and the time that we leave. And I've got one shot to get it fixed or mental doesn't get his trailer. So and, you know, and if I don't want to figure something else out, and I'll go up there and get it. It's no big deal. I'd like to point out though that I'm frozen, and I have, I have, I look better frozen than anybody has. So <laughs> how did you know? The know? last because I've got my little screen on here. The last oh, frozen okay. was uh, was Chris when he was looking all judgmental oh, upon us. It's, it's already posted to the Facebook, so everybody <laughs> sees it. <laughs> I forgot that you can tell that you're frozen. Oh. Uh, so that's what I've been working on day in, day out. I am literally still covered in brake fluid sitting here doing the podcast. Nice. Um, now, uh, that kind of brings us into news and notes. And I've noticed that under news and notes, I mistakenly left on that Chump Car is at VIR this weekend. And I believe Chump Car is going to be at Barber the same weekend. We are all going to be at Road Atlanta. No, two in the same region. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They, they, it's kind of funny because usually the season opener for Lemons is at Barber and Chump will be at Road Atlanta. Oh. So they're they're swapping towards the, uh, the end of the season. Uh, but, is it is it still Chump Car? Uh, you know what? That and that's our next big uh, news and notes thing. So now you had some nice snarky comments on there, but I, I, put I there did. That, I did. <laughs> I put up there. Now, I, I actually believe having done some chump car events, I do believe that it's a reflection of endurance racing. Entry level endurance racing is just going to have to get taken more seriously. I mean, dude, we're, we're out there duking it out with, you know, Randy and, and you know, uh, uh, Joey Lazier. And I mean, just these, you know, professional high end racers. And, you know, and, and it's a, it's across the series. Now, you've got a different take on that, Jeff. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, Chump Car, and this seems to have been, according to Bill Strong on the internet, who I guess knows something, um, I don't know if he's involved with Chump Car, they have replaced the U with an A, and they are now Champ Car, mm-hmm. which was obviously uh, owned at the time, uh, currently by, or at least recently by IndyCar. 
because IndyCar bought the Champ Car Series, blah, 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 blah. Um, and it sounds like Chump Car has negotiated some sort of deal with IndyCar to start using Champ Car. Um, their iconography is going to stay looking like Chump Car, just swapping the U with an A, and they are going to rebrand themselves in a uh, less silly manner, I guess. Well, well, it's kind of been a long time coming because they also do the Chump Truck, which is the semi-racing. I and thought that failed. Yeah, I don't know. Failed, if it, it failed like the Civic's motor. <laughs> <laughs> but they uh, they were tied in with the Ultimate Streetcar Challenge, and they were going around. The, at least the the truck the truck guys were. So they were going around as kind of a support series for that. And having done some some you know I guess then Chump races, they've got some actually good sponsorships, and there's some really good. Uh, uh, sponsor prizes and you know they, they they come in there for if you finish in a certain class but then also they just got random gift certificates for, for like frozen rotors and some other really good contingency prizes that they give out so and i know you guys are all diehard lemons fans and i agree with every reason that you are but uh, i've had a lot of fun at chump races but that also could just be the team i was running with also our uh, our cars would be horribly outclassed based on chumps saying we'd have to run exhibition class or run the ombre which they don't even have a thing for Maybe yeah. we would win then. Yeah, no. <laughs> our own class. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. I don't think we have really anything against Chump Car. I would run a Chump Car or Champ Car, whatever the heck they're calling themselves now. Uh, we just haven't really built anything that would make sense in Chump Car. No, you you've got to start on a clean sheet of paper with one of those because they do the points value and uh, uh, and if anyone's looking, our friend Cal Denisi is selling his. Uh, miata up in illinois it's on uh in the right seat on facebook page and uh it's currently sitting at 500 points with the the coilovers that he has on it and he needs to sell it because he just had a baby with baby loses race car sorry to hear that cal yep sorry (laughs) (laughs) somebody didn't choose well that way yeah i don't know but anyway (laughs) it's like it's like the meme it's a it's a positive pregnancy test and it says, this is a magic wand. It makes race cars disappear. <laughs> I wonder if Ray listens to this show. <laughs> That's true. Okay, so the rest of your question was, do they have the, um, do they have the, the uh, status cred, whatever you said, of, of AER, Lucky, Lucky Dog, SCCA, NASA, you know, like, are they, what, what caliber do they run with now? I, I, I don't know. It's a good question. I, I think there's something drastically different that makes uh, Lucky Dog, Lemons, AER more similar than SCCA, NASA, and maybe Champ Trump Car is going that way is, you know, all of these Lucky Dog, AER, Lemons are dictatorships. They are run by one person with one specific, like, reason and, you know, like, one directive. Okay. While NASA, Lemons, these have more boards they have thicker rule books they have people who complain about rules you know jump's rule book definitely is taking after a cca started to read it once just to get the classic and my eyes started to bleed and i stopped yeah Yeah. and and they have to for the point system but on a competition level and now i've only run with them in florida at sebring and daytona it's it's solid competition it's uh some fast cars i think by and large, they've got the classing pretty well figured out. Uh, I don't think it's run, you know, in the same strength of personality as Lemons, but uh, I think they do a good job of keeping everybody fairly evenly matched. It may have taken them a couple of years to get there, but yeah, it's fun. 
probably more evenly matched than an AER race, right? Yeah, yeah, because uh, well, in AER, they're they're trying to figure it out because I don't think AER was prepared for the kind of hardware that shows up at an AER race. So it's it, it's like. I've shown up at an AER race and started in one class and then come out of my car after a stint. And go, a oh yeah, we've been class. reclassed. Yeah. We've been reclassed yeah, over yeah. this I've one. Heard they do that. We went over there and said, look at our lap times. We're getting hammered. You got to And I think AER will figure it out. I do. And I, yeah. I always have a lot of fun. Yeah. AER is definitely becoming an arms race. And and that's so, what I'm saying. Like, yeah, the, the, the expansion of the rule book, the changing of the name, the seriousness, the fact that they've divided up into regions and there's region leaders in chump champ. You know, that, that that's definitely feeling more SCCA and NASA to me, which, cool, I'm down with it. I'm just less interested in it. Uh, so ra- says says the Northeastern champion of lemons. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> He's no, busy. No, I'm just saying. Like, yeah. So we're, no, so we're it's, dragging it's on this. the collective we. Collective and, we. And collective we, this yeah, is- sure. I find this fascinating. We have, like, all kinds of listener feedback this week. Oh, my gosh. We're not there yet. Not no, oh, I'm sorry. I totally skipped over your next news. <laughs> I, I saw the clock and I panicked. I, That's all right. That's all right. We'll catch up. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I actually put this in here. Thanks to Eric Rude for bringing it. Bring it to us. This, uh, UK this is not, This is not news. This is not this new is not news. It's not new. Not news. new news. Okay. I shouldn't say it's new news. I posted it was, on my Facebook weeks ago. Was it weeks ago? Yeah. It just posted on ESPN UK yes. the, at the level of specificity. Yes. Two days ago. Okay. So the point is, is Chrissy's more in touch than ESPN UK. That's true. Well, I mean, I um, heard but, about it a long time ago because I care about it. Yeah. yeah. Well, this uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. About, about a year and a half ago, it was quoted. Hang on. Hang on. Uh, Chris, is that, Chris is getting another handful of Ritz crackers. Seriously. That sounds <laughs> gross. I'm getting a water pump. I'm sorry. Get it back. <laughs> I'll just make all the noise I want to make right now because I'm making fun of it. And okay. I'll take through all this stuff and get what I need. Okay. Good. Hoop Lockery brought to you by AutoZone Packing Peanuts. <laughs> okay, keep going. So, so anyway, so it was floated about a year and a half ago that there would be a women's only racing series, and it, it was proposed back then, but it really wasn't taken seriously. Uh, it just got a lot more serious cred. Uh, they are set to have six races: five in Europe, one in America. Series winner will get an F uh, one test. Uh, it it seems like it, they have a lot more money behind them now, but they still don't have a single driver who's willing to ditch their series. Uh, there was lots of stories about lots of professional drivers, women drivers, who basically said, no, I will not go to your series. True. Yeah, because it's dumb. And I'm mad at it. And I think it's dumb. Yeah, it's, it's a crappy idea. Care to elaborate, Christy? Um, I well, I am a woman racer. I am a minority in the the series, in most series, in all series. Um, there aren't many other Every women. Every track you've ever been to, ever? Pretty much. Well, yeah, I mean, pretty much. There's not. I just don't think there's a reason for. I think that this is trying to make something different because people, I guess, they want to get more experience with women that they can feel more comfortable and they can race in a series, and it is. Uh, somewhere that they can be loved and cherished and nobody can <laughs> yell at each other or something. But any woman that I know that is a racer or you know follow on Facebook or anything like that doesn't want this at all. I just think it's just dumb. There's just no reason well, to and, who, who put else? us in a different uh, category. Is it, they, uh, they offered uh, Catherine Ledge, because uh, she with the, the, the Delta wing going away, uh, she's running in Formula E, and she said no. And then mm-hmm. the picture, interestingly enough, shows Susie Wolf, who was the longest 
for the longest time the only female F1 driver. Yes, sure. Did she say no? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so I mean, so you've got these massively talented, and I think you hit hit on it, Chrissy. A racer's a racer. Yeah, it has like nothing a... to do with your gender. I want to race, and I want to race against the best possible people I can, and I want to go as fast as I can, and I'm not going to look for a series that eliminates competitive racing. Yeah, just and, because I'm a girl. I mean, that's why, and I've said it on our first show, I said I, I wear all black. I wear the same suit, actually the same suit that, Je- that Jim wears. I have a black helmet. I wear stuff so I'm not just so people you, don't you look wash over. it between, like, especially in the summer, don't you? Because that just seems kind of... Like, the same type. (laughs) (laughs) You're funny. The same type of... uh, Mine's a little smaller than Jim. Sorry, Jim. Um, But I (laughs) I wear the same type of suit. Um, I don't wear pink because I don't want people to know or think that they're racing against a girl, and that should be anything different. That's the answer. I should totally get a pink driving suit. You should. I actually did race at a lemons race back in 2012 in Texas, and these four high school kids showed up. And between the four of them, it was July in Texas. They had one driver suit. Oh, that's oh. Nice. Oh. I don't even and like getting in my them, own You suit. could see them slipping this thing on, and oh. just the look on their face was, this was not a well-thought-out plan. <laughs> Ew. All right, so that's my. Well, anyway, that's so yeah, that's a me. crazy, a stupid idea. It looks like it has more beef to it than in the past, but still not a single person who wants to do it. Bernie Ecclestone, thank you for mansplaining the world of racing to just, people who aren't interested. Of any girl that voluntarily kind of jumps on it, either they're just trying to take whatever seats available, or you know, again, just the the caliber of racer that I see turning that down tells me that it's not going to be very good. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's one of those things like if it was in my backyard and I could race, I probably would go because it's like, you know, if there's a racing opportunity and I can do it, I would do it. But not to not because I don't want to support this. Right. But would you would you pay? No. No, yeah, this is a professional yeah, series. Exactly. It has to be a, this, to this, be a free. Yeah. This but is no, a paying series. I would get somebody to pay me. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. always there's always a paying series. It's just whether or not you got a sponsor picking up the check or not. Yeah. 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 So. Anyway, let's move on to listener feedback. Uh, Chrissy, that's very exciting. Chrissy, Actually, you want to start with one of yours well, or you want me to well, do mine? Before, before we get there, uh, because we're talking about listeners, you know who's a great listener? Chrissy's mom. Chrissy's mom. Chrissy's mom. Hi, Chrissy's mom. Hi, Chrissy's, Chrissy's, mom. Chrissy's mom is not on the list of listener feedback, but uh, teammate and friend of the pod, Steve the Dishwashing Fairy, has written in. <laughs> Uh, for those of you, we talked about Steve a little bit yesterday or last week. He wants I think to confirm. We talk about Steve a lot. <laughs> I think we talk about Steve. I don't know why. He wants to confirm that Disney is a top travel destination for Thanksgiving. He is uh, about to shoot himself in the head for how many people were there this weekend. He was there for Thanksgiving, and uh, he also wants to mention that Disney people are not weird. We still it is a small world after all. I, I'm still sticking with it. Um, he also wants to actually talk about the dinner. Saturday night dinner being a family dinner is something that we touched on, but we really didn't talk about that clearly. He says it's the most favorite part of the weekend, and anyone who's trying to put together a team really needs to look to have that bonding moment of Saturday dinner, and he bows to our skills of organization, Jeff, Chris, Chrissy, etc., so there it is. That's great. Listener feedback. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Steve. Um, so we had some other feedback, mostly on the Facebooks. Um, Mr. Champion uh, had said that he enjoyed our segment on the Arrive and Drive Good Habits. And he said he tells people uh, it's easy to find drivers. It's tougher to find short-term team members and way better. So thank you for listening to our show. And ah. 
I'm glad you enjoyed our arrive and drive uh, because and we we look forward to seeing them in Atlanta next we, week. And they did confirm in the same post that Tetanus will be there, and we're looking forward to seeing them. Um, also, somebody who will be there next week is Carl Applegate. Uh, he's a friend that we uh, have seen over. He used to race lemons, does race lemons, and he's raced with uh, NASA and a couple other places that we've seen him. So uh, he said it's he E36 with the crab on the roof with the hammer. Oh yeah, 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 and uh, and he also has a big wheel, which is awesome. Or I, he or his one of his friends has a big wheel, so he is, he was glad that he listened to the Thanksgiving episode because he wants to pit next to us because now we have some roasted pig. So I mount. Yes. it sounds like we'll be making friends because of the meals we're having, which is there fun. you go again. And then lastly, um, it is Miss Matura, my sister. Uh, said that I have encouraged her to start listening to our podcast. And she said uh, that she just got to episode five and she is now a listener. And she said her favorite part is when the conversation goes off topic. She doesn't like cars as much as we do, but thinks we have interesting conversation. Also, after I said, thanks for your comment. She said, P.S. She wants to hear more about mental sewing machine. So hi, Chrissy's sister. (laughs) (laughs) So So my my sewing machine is a 19... Hold on, let me just get these glasses out of the cabinet here real quick. All right, there we go. All right, so uh, it is a 1929 Singer 95-100. Now, this is uh, an upgrade from their model they originally deduced and introduced in 1911. Wait, we uh, really didn't have time is, for this. Wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. I I, I'm entering No Caresville again. <laughs> no, no, you're going you're gonna to like this part. Here's what you're going to like about it, Jeff, is basically it is ball bearings with pressure lubrication at each end of the bearings. shaft. And it can Let's be operated up me. to 4,200 stitches per minute. So it's actually pretty dope. Oh, my sister is very jealous now. Uh, according to Fletch, it's all about ball bearings these days. <laughs> okay, we're ready to move on. So how far into this poor episode are we as uh, Chrissy is now mad at Chris and she's throwing all the dishware at him? I- I'm so- actually sitting upstairs very quietly with my hands folded. It's funnier my way. Damn it. All right. So oh, which... Let's get on to our main topic Let's here. Let's get on to our main topic. 30 minutes in. All okay. right. Our main topic is going to be uh, Zen and the art of driving cheap and janky vehicles daily, maybe daily, maybe not daily. we got a couple of different ways we're going to do it. Who wants to start us off? Chrissy? Okay, I can start. So I, I only knew about this one line that Jeff just wrote. So I kind of took it the way that I was thinking. Uh, this is what Jeff was trying to get at. So a couple of years ago, or actually a bunch of years ago, I was into cheap cars. I probably owned probably about 30, mostly Volkswagens, mostly crappy Volkswagens. And uh, so that was, oh, I guess over 10 is years. Is there not I, crappy Volkswagens? Well, aren't you still into cheap cars? You just happen to have supercars in your garage? Well, I was just talking about this is the situation that I was in prior and where I'm coming from with this. So, and that's actually where I started with my interest in cars, I guess. So your question was, are there good Volkswagens? No, but these were, (laughs) these were really (laughs) cheap ones. So these were like Mark, Mark one rabbits, Mark two golfs. Some I had a really, Oh my gosh. The ones that I had were not good. Um, so they, they had a really bad Vanagon. Um, most of them didn't have any interior. One of them had like a really crappy bolt-in cage. Um, so no, no interior and a crappy car that overheats and you have to run the heat and it's they were just really bad no that's a bad idea <laughs> right so for a while i daily day mark one jetta um and it was retro but it was nice enough so um I, so i i've tried to come up with what 
when you're driving crappy cars, what what you really need. I think um, so. This one had heat and a radio. I'm pretty sure, um, and an upgraded suspension, which I think was pretty good too. So, I um, I now daily my Mazda three, which feels like a new car. I try to keep it in good good condition, and I uh, keep it clean, and I really care about it, and it doesn't have much rust. Um, so, or any really any rust does a little bit, I guess. Well, see, did, now d- didn't you have a don't you have a larger engine in that one? Yeah, I mean it's all souped up, but but it, I think the inside, I guess the interior feels like it's not old, not too old, and uh, although I only realize that how old it is when I get into Chris's mom's new CX five, and I, and she asked me if I she's like, oh, um, she says, oh, it's a Mazda. Is it like your car? And I was like. No, not at all. <laughs> like not at all. I was like, I have three knobs to turn all of these things. She's got like, they're like, oh, it's all automatic and you know, crazy. So anyway, I think I I dumbed this down to to make it livable. Uh, changing the ride helps. So if you have a crappy car and you can make it something for whatever you expect it to be. So my car is is sporty. Um, and it's you know has a, a pretty hard suspension, but the Merc has a really floaty suspension. So I feel like you know that makes it so that whatever your driving experience is, it's a little bit better. Um, and also I've really decided that it needs the necessities. So it needs heat. That's the low bottom bar. Um, it, uh, having, <laughs> having a radio is great. And then just having so, so, something I don't have in the toe pig at the moment. Heat. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. So, and then keeping it clean and I'm done. They're good. Go on. No, that's my, that's, 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 oh, that that's my was list. Yeah. I kind of, the end. When I, that's, that's my cool. art of driving cl- crappy cars. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll jump in here because I want to say that, you know, I, I floated this topic a hundred years ago. When we were tossing out show ideas, and I really think there's a difference between a car you're going to drive around to work whenever and a car that you have to drive every day. So the whole idea behind if you're going to drive crappy cars, you need to have a backup plan. You need to have two or three of them litter in the house, yeah. you know. Miatas, or buy a bunch state. of them, stack them. <laughs> in different people's houses. Exactly. Just just stack the crappy cars wherever you're going to be. Uh, oh, my God. Chris is like I'm dropping sorry, his I'm, toolbox. I'm open. So, so people I was very gently opening the door. They just had this image of tools flying out from underneath the hood of a Honda, just hitting everywhere. You know, like Daffy Duck in a cartoon. Hey, do I have brass knuckles? Hey, do I have brass knuckles? Hey, do I have brass knuckles? <laughs> I love what you just said about stacking Miatas. That's what we had when when I crashed the uh, the bitch basket. Basket. Oh crap! We I cursed. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I, that's what I it's called, the, though. Oh crap! I oh, cursed. Oh crap! I cursed. Um, Could have been worse. When we had that, um, we I needed a replacement car that day. We had, had a week, and we had we had a um, I did forgot what it was called. Um, and then we had a Miata. So you're right on. Having Miata stacked is a great one. Absolutely. I remember driving to my parents' house one day and I like, I can't remember what happened. I lost a tire or something. And I just said, oh, that's what it was when the transmission blew on my former janky uh, tow vehicle. I just said, hey, is that Honda still around here? And I drove the Honda home, you know, pull it out of the weeds, <laughs> pump up the tires, drive it home. But this is what I mean. You got to have backups, got to have backup plans. I also think that you need to be okay with things not working. You need to be okay yes. with the switches not working. You need to be okay with the bolsters in the seat being totally flat. You know, like rips, tears, smells. These are the things you need to be prepared for. And if you're like putting clients or family members or persnickety friends, you know, friends <laughs> I and feel like relatives. I drove your Miata and we were like, this is terrible. 
<laughs> and if you're okay with that, I mean, like, I'm, I have a different exactly. level of low, I think. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So you have to be ready for that. And, and you also have to be ready for the, for the evil that comes out inside of you when you're driving these nasty cars. Because, you, you know, zero Fs given, and I will keep it clean like that. If you have more than two colors of primer on a car, you are going to merge and not care what's around you. <laughs> and see, now there's and there's a power to that because I, you know, in Atlanta, the crappier car has the right of way, and we all know it. You know, and 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 I actually, and I think that is a universal language because when I was driving in Jordan, yeah, uh, it was always the guy with the more expensive car was going to yield, and you knew it, and and so there you know, be this judgment. That's me now. <laughs> And I yeah, remember yeah. in Nebraska, I had this great Chevy pickup truck, and I even wrote a piece about it. And no one pulled out in front of me. No one, because it was a giant four by four, and it, the bumper was already kind of bent up a little bit. And he just said, "Yeah, I'll, I'll hit you. I don't care. I ain't scared." Absolutely. So my my current holy grail, and hang on a second, you know. my cat uh, my cat's scratching at the uh, post there real quick. <laughs> I thought it was dumping stuff out on. And from a cup or something. <laughs> I, th- I think there's like bolts falling out of everything in there. So yeah, my, my holy it. grail, bottom of the depreciation, cur- depreciation curve right now, you cannot believe how hard sobs have fallen dollar-wise. So Yes, I, I can. Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm telling you, $2,500 right now can pick you up like a, a, a 9.5 wagon, turbo, you, like in great shape with leather interior and all the geegaws. You're driving that down the Schuylkill. Somebody's in the left lane, not getting out of your way. Just pit maneuver them. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you can get another one. They're everywhere. Like, it's a safe car. Just ram them. Well, Speaking uh, of that, I've, I've had three janky Saab turbos. All of them were 9,000s, which are wonderful cars, actually. They're until the fast. They get gr- gas what? tank falls out the bottom. Well, yeah. Well, that was a, that was <laughs> a $600 it, it was one. right moment. Oh. It, it was the perfect time. That was my second most expensive Saab 9000 Turbo. Um, <laughs> and, and they've all been great. Like they, They'll happily cruise at 80 all day, getting 32 miles to the gallon. They have great power, comfortable seats, a huge amount of room, especially when you fold the back seats down. Like I wish they still made 9000 Turbos, but they are basically gone from the face of the earth now. Yeah. Well, they were because they were like the car to have, and then they were disposable. And Yeah. We can find you another one, Chris. Don't worry. Where am I going to put it? Exactly. (laughs) So one more thing I want to say, and I want to back up Chrissy because she mentioned it about the CX-5 that she spent some time in. There are some nice new stuff in new cars. I love my Bluetooth. I don't know if I could daily drive a car right now that didn't have Bluetooth and automatically sync my phone right to my radio. Oh, oh, I have a $30 solution for you available at Target, and it will reach No, it's not the same. It totally is. I'm telling you, this particular one is... Oh, no, I was, I was just going to say we used a uh, FM modulator because the Escape doesn't have anything, and uh, it worked pretty well. So I think you can work around without Bluetooth. I mean, uh, I don't have Bluetooth, so I don't know, actually. <laughs> exactly. Once you have it, you'll never go back. Oh, okay. well, but, I'm, but I'm serious. Like, rear view, integrated rear view cameras are better than any crap you can suck t- suction cup to your windshield. Traction control, great gas mileage. What? I don't know. What? You did not just advocate for traction control. Uh, in the winter, in the snow, yes, I did. Uh, so anyway, some of these things are good. Now, you can always switch it off. It's right there. The button's right there. Click. 
then you can have a good time. But in a daily, I'm going to put my wife in. I'm going to put my kid in. Hey, maybe even this automatic braking. I'd give it a try. Who knows? Uh, and, and, and that's where I get to be old, crusty guy, because I don't like a car trying to outthink me. <laughs> oh, it's, and the CX-5 now, is smart. Yeah. Yeah. And, and now that, that brings up a good point, and both you guys mentioned it. The, the problem with if you're going to drive janky cars is that you can't you you can't get into a new car and you you talked about you know you love your mazda and then you got into a new mazda and you realize how far behind you are and i felt the same way when i drove your mercedes because i love my mercedes yeah i I got yours i'm like oh air-conditioned seats and you talk about the necessity (laughs) you spend time with air-conditioned seats air-conditioned seats can kind of become a necessity Mm -hmm. well well luxuries once sampled often become necessities <laughs> Thank you, Voltaire. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, mental. Are, are you Thank going? you. Sure. And I'm sorry. Yeah. So my thing is, is I've owned well over 70 cars, and I, I actually need to sit down and count them. And, and a lot of them not thought out. Oh my God, that's cool. I've got money. Let's buy it. Which you know is why I, I live so high on the hog now. But or the other time is I've got $800. What's the best car I can get? And even that, I made those decisions too emotional a lot of times rather than what was the logical choice. Let me just unwrap this piece of gum here real quick. Yeah, perfect. Thank you. <laughs> Man, this, this gum is, is like, in there. I'm gonna have to get the, I'm gonna have to get the hammers. This is like what's this sound? <laughs> I'm trying to find something. It reminds me of uh, this. The 10 millimeter wrench is missing. <laughs> oh, media. it reminds me of that oh, scene in Scrooge when Bill Murray kept trying to talk to his girlfriend and the hammering would get louder and louder and louder. I still can't find what I need, but I okay. <laughs> so just uh, I've I've run the entire gambit. Now, my daily driver right now is a 260 or actually probably 270,000 mile Mercedes CLK 430. I love this car. The thing that was driving me to get rid of it was Bluetooth because I couldn't listen to podcasts like you. Savvy, savvy podcasts. Thank you. Mm. And I went and got this $30 Bluetooth unit that automatically connects to my phone. As I power up the car, it comes on my radio and says Bluetooth is connected. And then it broadcasts to an FM signal onto my radio. And it is flawless. And and I say that because my RV has got a solid wire connection Bluetooth. It's awesome. Uh, But some of the highlights, I had uh, a Blazer. That was so rusty that once I pulled the top of it off, we couldn't get the top back on it because the sides of the back of the truck had spread open. The brakes, somewhere in there was an airline or a slow leak. I'm not sure. But every now and again, the brakes just would go to the floor. That's exciting. And it happened. <laughs> yes, it is. And it happened so often that our response of just throwing the truck into park <laughs> actually stripped the gear. The parking so the, pod, yep. I've done yeah, that, too. It, it stripped the parking. <laughs> oh, exactly what you're talking about. You, you throw it into park, and this thing would just sound because, like when you suck up. Like you put a playing card at the spokes of your bicycle, you know? Yeah, exactly. And, so, and ultimately what happened is the, um, the starter was getting kind of questionable, and I ground enough tooth or enough teeth off of the uh, – uh, not the flywheel, but the on the Medics. automatic – Thank you. Uh, to where it just wouldn't connect. So, you know, you'd have to kind of rock it back and forth a little bit in gear to get the gear to move around to the start and get a hold of it. And it just was not worth the, what it was going to take to fix. So, uh, you know, that one went there. I had a uh, Porsche 924 that I slowly rewired as there was a short going through the main wiring harness with the exact same color speaker wire for everything. <laughs> and You're that to- guy. <laughs> Wait, seriously, all the same color? 
I've bought every uh, car. I had I think, one from roll you. of speaker wire, and every time something oh. went bad, I would just wire it straight to the battery. I didn't so know they get, came get in a roll. It. I thought they used to come in a hunk. Yeah, oh, yeah. No. I, I had a multicolor. That was supposed to be funny. I'm sorry. That's, oh, all, no, yeah, that's yeah, all we have. You didn't think and, uh, it was funny. And, you know, that was the joke. Volkswagen that problem. Was, did you uh, think it was funny? Went out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the fuel pump relay went out, so I hardwired that one. And then the starter went out, so I hardwired that one. And then the uh, headlights went out, so I hardwired those. And then I hardwired – so getting in this thing, I've actually started airplanes by flipping fewer switches than it took to actually get this car to run. <laughs> so that was bad. Um I will throw up the link to I consider my all-time greatest janky car purchase, which was Sandy the Disco. Oh yeah, because yes, I loved and I loved that truck right up until the point when Vicky drove it and she took it and she said, "No, my truck." So it was a great truck. And, and then I thought you uh, say you loved it right until it blew a head gasket a long way away from home. I loved it even after it blew a head gasket, and if it had been at any other time, I would still have that truck. But now they're they're. Jeff touched on it. There are things you're going to have to accept when you drive a janky car. And one of them is you, you if you have a job where you have to be there, you better have other means of transportation. Uh-huh, you've uh-huh. got family and you got kids, especially if you live someplace cold, you better have something reliable because I've broken down in Nebraska when it's four degrees outside and you kind of start thinking, okay, well, what do I need to do to not die? And so there's, there's things that you have to do on that. But most of the cars that I bought, the janky cars that I bought, I bought at looking at them as disposable. So I knew that this Blazer was going to fall apart. I knew that, you know, I know that eventually this Mercedes is going to launch a piston through the hood. And I've actually already started shopping spare engines. I really, really like this Mercedes. And so you've just got to look at it is, is this car going to last me however much money I'm paying for it? If I'm paying $500 for the car, how long does it need to last you? Two months, six months, a year? If it needs to last you a year, it'll pay more than $500. So that's what's going on there. But recently, my wife and I have been shopping for houses closer to work, and we actually found one that was a half mile from my job. And my whole automotive philosophy, if I get within a mile of my job, will change. And I will drive the most ridiculous, unreliable, unreasonable thing. (laughs) I've been shopping for Cobra kit cars because why not? If I've only got to survive a mile, who cares? Then you just take the scooter and get 100 miles to the There game. you go. That's right. Or I could take a 427 Cobra and get exactly the opposite. And it never warms up. Aww. Exactly. Aww. I think you would get the same. Is scare children. I think you get the same reaction for both. For passerbys, <laughs> people would be like, yeah, that's so cool. And then you go by the scooters and like, yes, that's a scooter. <laughs> I, am, I know because, I know because I'm that guy. Hang on a second. I'm going to throw some ice in my glass here real quick. Seriously. <laughs> Thank you. Anybody, anybody I really just sound like anybody want, anybody want some Doritos? Those are head studs. <laughs> or Doritos. The same difference, right? I would That's like a Dorito. call you behind your back, Chris. Head stud? All right. I'll take it. <laughs> cool. Anyway, Chris, while you're uh, wrenching, you got anything to add to this main topic? Well, yeah, I've got a different point of view, but I'll start off with I, I've certainly also driven my share of super janky stuff. Back when we used to do Babe Rally, which was New York to New Orleans in cars that were 250 or $500. Um, I actually would daily drive the car from Bay Bradley right. for up to a year later. Um, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you would you white, drive it before the, you went too, because you oh, would yeah, make well, sure like that the they white, shake it. it down. That's just right. smart. Yeah. The white Miata, I definitely drove for over a year, pretty regularly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, um, the Saab, 
My wife totally... saw you at a gas station in the middle of the winter. <laughs> With the top down. <laughs> Look at that jackass. That could be one of Jeff's friends. Holy oh, cow, it's it Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Jeff's not the only idiot driving a janky ass me out of wearing a tie at the top down in the winter. Yeah, it's Chris. <laughs> that might have happened. Of course, it's Jeff's friend that's doing it. Okay, anyway, um, and the, you know the Saab that we had, I drove that for a long time. We that was our road trip car because it gets thirty-two miles to the gallon, yeah. and we didn't care. So um, it was comfortable. Did it have heated seats? Oh yeah, AC worked great. I think it was, it was oh, yeah. a great car. If you buy a car for less than thousand dollars and the you know, AC works and it runs, buy it. Pretty much. So, um, but the other the other way to think about this is janky as a value proposition. Is it janky or is it janky for what it is? Like, Ooh, okay. Mm. So, or you know, I have we have we have an AMG Mercedes. It is a very uh-huh. nice car. It is wonderful. The original price on the car was one hundred and five or one hundred ten thousand dollars, which is just stupid. And we paid a, a very small percentage of that, and it's a wonderful car. It and, will and be mine. Right. Oh, yes, it will, it be will yours. Be and we get all the joy and none of the hassles of a new Mercedes. And it's been pretty much trouble free and it's been nice. And, and, you know, like the other thing is thinking about do, take advantage of the same thing with a janky beater. It's not going to depreciate. Well, you can move several st- steps up the line with something else that's just not going to depreciate and enjoy it and have a nice time. And we do that with the Mercedes. We did it with the BMW. We, you know, had that for six years and sold it for 2000 less than we paid for it. I'm hoping the NSX is going to be the same way. Buy it fully depreciated, and you're fully depreciated for a 91 Miata is $500. Yeah, fully true. depreciated for an 05 NSX is sixty something thousand dollars. So there we go. Enjoy whatever you want, fully depreciated, and you'll feel better about life. I think that well, all I- sounds great. How much did you pay for those brakes when you had to do that brake job on that AMG? <laughs> uh, I haven't. I haven't yet. But the rotors are eleven hundred dollars each from Mercedes. I love <laughs> making fun of anyone's brakes anywhere. <laughs> just, just the expense. Just the expense. Yeah, they're so pretty. Though. Yeah, but here's but what was Mercedes, it that you had to search for? Mercedes oh, it was the wheels. The wheels, wheels right? Yeah, yeah. they don't well, Finding a nineteen by ten in the very certain AMG two-piece, eight hundred pound wheel. That they put on two different models, only with the certain package, blah blah blah. Yeah, and that's only because you didn't want to spend money on a set of aftermarket wheels, which are readily available for a lot of Mercedes products. I already had two. The, the car came with two extra of the same kind of wheel that was already on it, so I just wanted to complete the set. There you go. Not me. I'd ride yeah. two on the left, two different ones on the right. No one would ever know because <laughs> you're looking at it from the one way, and then you're looking at the yeah. other side. That, that, isn't that janky in itself? It is. <laughs> okay. Just make it yeah, that's Jeff. Yep. It's, how, it's actually how the uh, hubcaps are on the avalanche. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> now you let the secret out of the bag. Uh, yep. Jeff is the baseline of janky. That uh, is. All right. We ready to move on? Yeah, I think we are. Uh, right. We're going to do a... Uh, Thank you, on. guys. What? Matthew, you guys said something? Go ahead. Oh, no. I was going to say, I, I, I generally enjoyed that. Thank you. Oh, Okay. <laughs> anyway, let's really quick do uh, hella sweet or but terrible. Uh, we're gonna go rip through these really quick. We have two different punt options, which may happen if Chris <laughs> doesn't get the Honda together. Do we? Dun, 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 dun. Do no we, pressure. Do we punt and take the ombre? Yay or nay? Round the table. Go. Yes. Good idea. Yes. Bad idea. Yes. Free entry. Yes. Good idea. Driving. Yes. Driving. Racing something is better than racing nothing. Yeah. 
Yeah, and, and at some go. point, like, you're going to have to call it, but hopefully we don't. Um, I'm currently inserting head studs. I would be installing pistons if we weren't on the phone and I have a little more time. That's tomorrow. Okay. All right. Yes, that's the answer. Yes. Okay, so we will take the ombre if it doesn't get together, even though the ombre also has its jankiness. Next option. But it's supposed to be janky. It's the ombre. That's true. It's absolutely true. It's the spiritual successor of the boat. Absolutely. Well, looking at what time we have here, why don't we move on to our favorite segment of the day? And we're all excited to hear it. It's just... God, everything makes you uncomfortable. Just the tip. Just the tip. (laughs) What is this? Archer. <laughs> oh, it's your favorite show that you just makes you laugh. Okay. Uh. Anyway, I, I'm sorry. So, um, t- this t- just the tip is distracted driving. So, who has? Oh no, do we lose? We've, we've gone back to just having the. No, keep ahead. going. I'm here. Okay, good. So, um, who has been distracted sometime this week in the car while driving? Jeff, I I haven't been focused this okay. week driving. Jeff. Okay, Jeff. Hello. Let's say Jeff has been Jeff has been distracted well, this, because the, I know Jeff, all Jeff know has Jeff. been distracted. I re- know Jeff has been distracted. The though. whole reason we're doing this is because I wanted to talk to Jeff about distracted driving, and now d- Jeff hey, it's, has. It's people like Jeff is why I have a job working in an insurance company, <laughs> and why I have an NSX. So thanks, Jeff. Keep on keeping on. <laughs> All right. Now the flip side of that is people like Jeff is the reason that my commute takes forty five minutes longer than it should. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm I'm trying to get Jeff back. I apologize. Okay, so distraction. We don't. Need him. I, we don't but podcasting. He might be. Okay, so the um, distraction lasts for 27 seconds because your focus isn't really back on driving after you've been distracted. Think about that. So you're thinking about something, and then you are still driving. You might be looking at the road, but you're not actually fully back and still distracted. And uh, 77% of result of adults uh, think they can handle texting and driving. So I think that's all of Jeff. All hey, of him. See, Jeff is a 67% adult and all of him thinks that he can text and drive. Something like that. And, well, and in, in, in as much as, as uh, you know, we, we do take a bit of a, a tongue in cheek approach to a lot of your safety segments. These are all valid points. And this is actually kind of a big deal, uh, especially considering how, you know, Chris and I both ride motorcycles. So if you're traveling at 60 miles an hour, you're going to cover a quarter of a football field in a handful of seconds. Mm -hmm. And for you to 80 feet a second when you're on 55. Okay. So yeah, 80 feet a second. So if you look down at your phone for five seconds in order to process a two sentence text, formulate a response, even with a talk to text that takes you off the road for, uh, 400 feet. And then you're supposed to look up and in a matter of seconds, assess the situation, identify the hazards, and take the proper corrective action. And yep. you're looking at at least another two seconds. Yeah. And that's just human physiology at that point. So now and that you – go ahead. I'll say, I can't tell you how many times I've been sitting at a stoplight and you hear tires squealing behind you on a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. And it's – it's the scariest thing in the world because, you, you know, now you always line up. You, 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 you come to an intersection and you have your out. But by the time you hear the car, the tire squealing, it's too late. So if I look down at my mirrors and I figure out where this idiot's going to go and how he's going to try and kill me, you know, 
and I'm trying to figure out where my escape is. And so it's, it's, it's a heart wrenching sensation. Yeah. It's one of the reasons I ride. So I ride like a jerk because I'm just not going to put myself in a dangerous spot. Do you, um, do, so yeah, do you, that's it. Do you, right. Uh, <laughs> or you're just a jerk. Oh, wait, Jeff, are you here? No, I, I, I ride yeah, aggressively. Oh, good. My troubles behind. I want, if, if I consider you a threat, I'm going to use the greatest asset a motorcycle has. And that is power to wait. And I'm leaving. Okay. Yeah, I definitely hear you. I am not the greatest person at this, and I am going to freely. Yeah, uh, I look at my cell phone every now and then again when I drive, and I know I'm the jerk off. <laughs> well, I I just this has been a really big topic. So I work in, uh, <laughs> I, I, uh, I I work in propane. I deal with a lot of drivers, propane and I'm, accessories. I'm no accessories. So I am um, in uh, trainings with new drivers. Oh gosh. So I am, we're talking a lot about distracted driving in a lot of the trainings that I'm doing right now. So that's why it came up and I know that you guys occasionally might dabble in some texting and driving. Um, or I've literally had to rip the phone out of Jeff's hands because he's texting his wife and I'm sitting in the passenger seat doing nothing. Anyway, so, um, how, you know, of a different car. That's what's really bad about it. She had to reach across the traffic and do it. Yeah, that's right. No, we were in the same car and it wasn't our car. car. It wasn't our car. Okay. So anyway, um, you have to commit to stopping it, and it's important to do that because eventually you don't want the thing to stop you that when you kill somebody or when you get in an accident when you total a car. So uh, I think it, the one of the things to think about is that it needs to be okay to let it go and to, like, what text needs to happen right now. And I've been trying to do a little bit better at that. So I, I occasionally do look at my phone, and uh, fortunately my phone's in an X mount on the dash coming from the um, windshield excellent, so it's far away excellent point. yeah i was gonna say that's that's kind of how i've reduced it myself sorry yeah. i cut you off no that's okay so i i mean but i will occasionally push the home button look at the text while i'm driving so i'm really going to try to stop doing that um so uh, another thing that we're pushing at work is trying to uh, doing something thinking about something that matters to you and putting that a picture of that on your dash so making it so your family, your cat, your supercar, something that matters to you. And if you're tempted, then looking at your family and saying, this, this isn't worth it. So that's kind of Can a you put thing. your cat in your supercar? Yeah. Uh, if I had a picture of a cat, my cat in my supercar, that would be the best thing ever. I'm actually a little disappointed there's not a picture of Mugen in the NSX. That would be the cutest thing that's ever. That's true. They go together. Uh, yeah, okay. Absolutely. So I don't like cats, so I'm just going to keep on texting. I'm joking. Well, no. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I've, I've, I put mine on, on a mount, and, and not to be a nerd, but I got my nice little Bluetooth thing. And I uh, now that it's wintertime, it's a great excuse to let your car warm up. Mm -hmm. So I get in the car. I start it. I plug in my charging source. I text whoever I am going to see. I bring up my Waze, which is essential in Atlanta. Yes. Uh, essential it everywhere. My, it is essential everywhere. my destination. Yep. And then I, I reach forward. I set it in my mount. And then once I'm locked in the seatbelt, I really can't get to it. Yeah. And it's, it's, it, and it doesn't bring my line of sight off of the road. And, uh, it, 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 I, I'm not going to tell you I'm perfect, but I'm going to tell you about 90% better. And, now that I've gotten in the habit of not doing it, I'm kind of recognizing it when I do it because it's it's a departure from the norm. I like that picture idea. That's a that's solid advice. Yeah, and that's it's cool. one of those things that makes you think thinks think again. I think. So mm -hmm. for uh, those of you that have access to the notes, I have some interesting uh, video in a folder 
that uh, unfortunately for those who are listening on the podcast cannot see because I am not allowed to post them because uh, these are videos actually from my work and they are of, oh. our, of our drivers and uh, they are 12 second clips. So uh, if you guys that can see it want to open them and feel free to react once you see them because some of them are pretty awesome. Um, so I actually, uh, I said, I'm, Chris, I, rattle some tools right now. Uh, wow. What, we ask him to make noise, and that's the best he yeah, can do. Seriously. I'm putting on a timing <laughs> belt tensioner. Sorry. <laughs> All right. So I, um, in my work, we had have a safety thing, uh, a camera that's in a – it has a forward-facing and a rear-facing uh, camera in, in this camera. And uh, if there's a G-force on the truck, it will set off a clip. It'll capture a clip that is eight seconds before and four seconds after the incident. And uh, so that's how we use it as a coaching tool. Right right after, hold my beer. Pretty much. So I think my favorite one is the guy with the burrito. Yeah, he was pretty awesome. So we we catch people at doing. Wait, wait! I didn't see that one. I just watched the guy roll over, but I didn't see the burrito yet. Oh, the burrito's not on there. These are these are distracted. Oh. These are distracted driving clips. Well, of- you can be distracted for by a burrito. Oh, absolutely. Oh, he was. I don't know if two-hander. I- but why would a burrito <laughs> do such a thing? They're so tasty. And I don't warm. even know that I have that. So, um, okay. Anyway, so that was. Uh, this is what I got. So. Really think about it next time you want to text. I think it's. I, I actually have been doing a lot, lot, lot less lately. Okay. And uh, it, it is because of the very reason that I, you have yelled at me enough that it has affected me. Okay, good. Well, that's great. Congratulations. I appreciate, I appreciate it. So everybody, keep it up. And if you are listening, don't text and drive. And on that happy note, uh, you folks have wasted yet another undistracted view. <laughs> Really Jeff, Jeff, it's loud. It's loud. Oh, too loud, Jeff. loud, Jeff. You're distracting people, Jeff. You're better distracting go now. Is that better? Good. It's so, uh, as Mitchell says, thank you for downloading us. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Everyone Racers. We also hope you plan to join us in the world of driving, racing, and building because everyone can be a racer, even you. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe. Hit the subscribe button on YouTube. On, on iTunes. iTunes. I You're on iTunes. On iTunes. Very excited. Or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm digging through iTunes right now. You can hear me doing it. That's why I'm doing it. If you have any questions or want to give us some show ideas, drop us a comment on our Facebook page, Everyone Racers, or like our Race Team Facebook page, Three Pedal Mafia Race Team. If you'd like to help us produce the show or donate to the Shut the Hell Up, Chris. <laughs> I need a bolt. No, if they're going to donate to the you Shut the Hell Up, you need more than a bolt, pal. Fun. Oh. They could Chrissy. donate to that, Chris, um, at patreon.com, everyone racers. Go, Chris. Oh, so I was going to say um, ne- thank you again for until next week. Keep a shiny set up. Unless there is no shiny side, then keep the wheels down. Uh, just hey. a quick no- show note for next week. We will not be on Wednesday night next week because oh, we, will be, good we will be packing for the race. Uh, all of us will be in Atlanta. So we're planning on a live show. We'll see how that goes. Live. I think it's going to be live, so it might be From probably the back long. of Mental's RV. Or Woo. in the garage or wherever you decide to wherever so, we get it yeah um so don't look for us next week or look for us for a live show during the weekend anybody else no that's it thank that's you very it. much see ya we'll see you next bye yay